You are listening to And Press Play, written and recorded by James West. Hello all, and welcome back to And Press Play. This is the opening episode of Series 6, and this week I am reviewing Mirrorball by Taylor Swift, taken from the first of her 2020 albums, Folklore. Now, Folklore is an impressive album to begin with, so the standards are set very high if I'm reviewing this track out of the 16 or 17 others. This album was recorded amongst the COVID-19 pandemic. It recorded primarily in isolation, and therefore she hasn't met most of the artists who she sang on, who she sang with as guest vocalists, even now, eight months later. The album is primarily about escapism in its many wondrous and different forms. Mirrorball is a very, very vulnerable song. The two main images explored throughout the song are that of a mirrorball, but also of a young love played out, and both are showing through some rather emotionally vulnerable lyrics. Now, a mirrorball, for those of you who I don't think are American, we probably know it better as a disco ball in the UK. Um, the idea is it's a ball with mirrors on that shines lights in all pretty directions and all the rest of it. Musically speaking, I adore this song. It conjures up a wonderful dreamlike vibe throughout the whole thing, and this doesn't change. It's three and a half minutes of dreamy music, and it all works so very, very brilliantly. The mood is conjured up using a mixture of guitar, piano, and strings, which all help set this wonderful, languishing tone. You can hear at various points where the strings or steel guitar is added to provide a bit more lift in certain places, or where it's added to emphasise a certain line. But apart from that, the music never overpowers the lyrics, it never really changes. It's almost lullaby-ish in places. It's literally like having a disco track on in the background, and there's two people who are, you know, kind of saying the lyrics, if you want a bit more of a, a visual metaphor for the whole thing. Lyrically, as with most Taylor Swift songs, this is full of twists, turns, and cul-de-sacs, with bits referencing other bits. I'm only going to talk about some of the better images, I think, because... I don't have time to sit here and I'm not that <laughs> I'm not that involved in most Taylor Swift songs. Firstly, we have I'm a mirror ball, I'll show you every version of yourself tonight. I particularly love this line, in fact, it's the opening line of the song because if you stand very close to a disco ball, it's covered in mirrors and you'll see a number of copies of yourself. The idea being that the image being reflected is you at every mood and set of emotions you feel relating as well to the two people that are dancing in this room because they can see themselves in a mirror ball from every different angle I presume. So there you go, we've got this whole juxtaposition of the emotions of oneself but also the emotions of the two people who are shown in this. If we delve further into the line, when I break it's in a million pieces, this shows what happens if a disco ball breaks, I mean I believe they're, they're just mirrors stuck onto some kind of ball or potentially made of glass, I don't know, maybe something to look at, but therefore the idea is that when it does smash, it does smash a lot. But also on a more personal level, this shows what hearts will do if they are treated badly. The chorus continues along a similar vein, opening with a hush when no one is around, my dear. This is one of my favourite lines in the entire song. It's done so well. The, the, the reason I love it is just purely on delivery. It's a very simple line, but the hush is said so very, very quickly. And the rest of the line is done so very softly. It's almost like all of this is some well-kept secret or a dream as in someone's almost grabbed you and is wanting to tell you something, that kind of vibe is what you get from this line. The rest of the chorus presents this very Cinderella-esque vibe, with, you know, I'm standing on my tallest tiptoes, spinning on my highest heels, love, shining just for you. It conjures up these images of elaborate balls and mass parties, the kind of thing you associate with fluffy romantic stories in years gone by. 
Um, originally, when I set out to record this, I was going to use the image of In the Great Gatsby. If anybody's seen the Baz Luhrmann one, is there's a scene where Daisy Buchanan goes to Gatsby's house and she's standing in one of the main rooms and Gatsby's throwing all these pieces of silk at her from the balcony because she's never seen these kind of riches or something. And it, it oddly reminds me of that scene. I'm not sure why. The final line, very much... The whole idea of when one person is in the room, that's the only person you care about, the whole shining just for you. Because normally for a lot of people, um, when you go to these kind of balls or parties or whatever, you're out to maybe impress a specific person. And, you know, kind of anybody else's opinion at that point doesn't matter. The second verse and bridge present a darker underside to the song, whereas the line, I can change everything about myself to fit in, would seem romantic in verse 1. Now it suggests a need to fit in because you are different. This goes on with drunk as they watch my shattered edges glisten, which is a rather powerful, sharp line, suggesting that the aim of all of this stuff is to make her cry and watch her break apart. This image is further developed in the bridge with I'm still on that tightrope, I'm still on that trapeze, I'm still trying to get everything to get you laughing at me, which is a rather powerful line with these two huge metaphors of, you know, basically standing above the abyss and one wrong move and you fall. It kind of brings up an interesting question, which is quite relevant to Taylor Swift, of all artists, of the question of the need to stay in public life and what is private for celebrities and that kind of thing. But also there's a sense of vulnerability in it. You don't know when the press are going to turn on you or, in fact, anyone else. Um, however, there is also the romantic edge to this image as well. It, the idea of this tightrope in the abyss could be seen as the stripping back of a romance. All the distractions of real life are gone, and it's just you and the other person. Next, we go to lyrics like, I'm still a believer and I don't know why. I've never been a natural, all I do is try, try, try. This suggests to me that despite her insecurities, the narrator believes that they can make their relationship work, and it's a somewhat optimistic end, in my opinion. To conclude, I believe that this is a standout song by Taylor Swift, if not her best work. It's mystical, it's magical, and it does a superb job of transporting the listener away. There is a strange, endearing vulnerability to it, as if you and the singer are the only ones in the room, which I absolutely love, and I will be giving this song a perfect rating of 5 out of 5. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you next time.